Hi, this is Jesse, and welcome to a new episode of Marketing Talks. Today we are in Beirut at OSB and we have with us Nadir Al Malah. Hi, Nadir. Hi. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for inviting me here. You are most welcome. And let me say, Nader, uh, today we're going to talk about a very interesting topic. And I think our marketing community will benefit from this episode a lot because it's going to tackle how their uh, businesses can unfold uh, marketing opportunities in difficult times. And because you're a marketing and digital consultant and branding and e-commerce specialist, and you've started your career since 2008, uh, at first you started as a freelancer, you specialized in branding, marketing, and web solutions. And now you're labeled as a business alchemist with a portfolio of over 300 clients, two companies, one retail brand, and three pioneering digital platforms. Wow, that's amazing. It's impressive saying it. It's impressive saying it when you hear it about you, yeah? Yes, exactly. I'm so proud of you, Thank and you so I'm really thankful that you are here today with us because we want to hear it from a practitioner, mm. uh, how companies can survive and grow and not just surrender when there are difficult times. But maybe let's just first start by saying, what do we mean by difficult time? Is it just maybe drop in sales or a new competitor? Can you define it in your own way for us? Every business will go through challenging times. If they're not going through challenging times, there will not be growth in the business itself. So. Challenging times could be um, an external factor. It could be something that has to do with, uh, let's say, uh, recession, or uh, if, if there's some kind of uh, political unrest of some type. Um, or we, uh, the challenge could be from within the company itself, Yes. where uh, maybe there's no culture, or the employees are not happy, or there's no sales, for example. So challenges in business has a very long scope, very wide scope of... Uh, yes, definitely. So it yeah. could be internal, external, everything. sudden... Uh... Everything is a challenge in business. So we uh, have to constantly overcome challenges that come our way. Even competition is, a, is the biggest challenge to me uh, when you have competition in the market. 100%. Yeah. So the competition as a threat. How usually companies do you think they should deal with this? Do you think they have a, do you, they should have a rescue plan for that, or they should always prepare the plan uh, to come up, uh, you know, to conquer the the new competitor when he shows up? So they should be ready. Or um, tell me more about. Of course, it's all about research and development. They should, every company should have every business should have a, let's say a one to three years plan. Yes. So when you have a plan already, you know uh, exactly how you're going to scale your services or the products that you're selling and what you're going to do on the long term. So whenever a competition comes, maybe they're, they're going to come stronger than you. Yeah. So you have to always be ready with the research that you have that, okay, now we can uh, uh, launch a new product. Now we can launch our new service. Now we can tackle, for example, AI in the service industry. Yeah. Yes. So... It's all about, you should be ready, but it's all about doing the proper research and seeing the trends. What is happening in the world? Definitely. Exactly, what is happening and uh, how we're moving forward and we're moving very fast. It's Definitely. A, a very fast paced. Everything in technology is moving very fast paced and it's helping products and uh, businesses and service-based uh, businesses yes. uh, to optimize and um, uh, let's uh, put it in words, in to help to help them excel faster and scale faster. Yes. So, so uh, of course, everyone should be prepared. Every business should be pre prepared. And they should have a uh, business and development uh, department, always. Sorry, research and development. R&D. Yeah. Listen, but isn't this, this just for big companies? Not really. No? No, no. no. An owner could do, or a founder, or uh, mm. anyone in the director level 
should focus on uh, their own research and development for their own department, let's say, and they start from here. So it's not necessarily a, a whole department called research and development. Ah, okay. It's for so, the business. So we constantly okay. see what opportunities are there that we can seize. Yeah. And then this is actually research and development because you're researching what's happening and you are developing your own business to accommodate uh, this trend. So many companies, when they face challenging times, they cut their marketing uh, yeah. investment. <laughs> what's your say about this? Um, Okay, it's a strategic move. Uh, some companies do it right, and other companies, they do it very wrong because okay. what they do is they completely shut down shut their marketing down. Mm. and they rely on the word of mouth and they rely on, on um, referrals and the, the, the basic, basic old school ways of marketing, uh, which is, I'm, I'm completely against that because when there is a problem, you should really focus on your marketing efforts more and than ever. Yes, more than ever. It's not about the budget. It's about the efforts, the creativity, the ideas, more than putting in a lot of budget, uh, throwing ads all over the place. So there's a misconception that people say that when we cut our uh, budgets, we're going to sustain. Uh, it's, it's completely the opposite. Yeah. You can cut the budgets, but you can get more creative when it comes to your marketing messages, to how to promote yourself, and how to utilize whatever situation you're in to your advantage rather than just push everything away and stop spending money. Yeah. And uh, do you recommend for companies when they face challenging times to outsource an experienced agency to or uh, hire a consultant to help them out uh, with a rescue plan maybe? Of course. Of course. Consultants, having a consultant, even if you have a marketing department, yeah. it's very important to have a consultant okay. because the consultant will see things from a bird's eye view. Yeah, you know, and and when when a company, um, especially the marketing department, every business, they're very overwhelmed. They're always overwhelmed. New ideas, new concepts, uh, new approaches, and they they do they they work nonstop. So um, sometimes they miss opportunities. So it is important to have a third party involved. It could be a consultant, and it could be a marketing agency, which is which is what I always advise. If you're a business that is not related to marketing, you're a product-based business, just hire a third-party marketing department to do the heavy load for you and have an internal marketing department to monitor what that agency is doing. Yeah, yeah, that would be very wise. Listen, when we were preparing this episode, you said you would share with us a case study about yeah. a company who uh, faced challenging time but came out uh, as a winner out of it. Can yes. you tell us more about this case study? Okay, so uh, back in 2011, 2011-2012, uh, okay. um, there was a heavy competition between uh, Canon cameras and Nikon cameras in, in uh, Saudi Arabia. Okay. So uh, specifically in Jeddah, the city of Jeddah. Yeah. So um, we were involved in, with Canon. Yeah. We were handling all their, uh, their marketing as a third-party uh, marketing department. Okay. So um, what we did is we created two campaigns. They two were facing challenging time and this is why they hired times. you? Yeah, because okay. there, it was a very heavy competition between Nikon and Canon. Oh, okay. And what Nikon did is that they reduced their prices to resellers. Oh. So this way they can sell faster, more. they mm. can sell more. Mm. Uh, so Canon is left with, with a big challenge. No one, no one is going to Canon because their prices are high. Okay. So what we did is uh, split into three levels. We wanted to increase 
the sales of the products, of Canon products, in reseller stores. And we wanted to increase the footfall of the authorized um, Canon stores. And we wanted to increase the digital presence of Canon in Saudi Arabia. Wow. So it was, it was a 360 campaign. Okay. So what we did, we started with seeing why uh, Nikon cameras are selling more than Canon cameras. We know the prices are, are lower. But why uh, are people not aligned with the power of Canon cameras, with how good they are, with how powerful they are? And they had really amazing cameras back then. So uh, we boiled it down to the, uh, what do they call them? The, uh, the front people. The, the Frontliners. Yes, yes, the frontliners, yes. exactly. So it boiled down to the frontliners. So what we did is we created a campaign to the frontliners that oh. if you educate yourself more about Canon cameras, someone, somewhere, sometime will come and give you a gift, which could be a cell phone and it could be money. Oh, so you gave incentives to the frontliners. To the frontliners, because they're convince. selling two cameras in the same store. Mm. Two, two, uh, so it was, it was a gray, there was a gray line in, in if this was ethical or not, but it's perfectly ethical because this competition. Okay. But people thought, is, is what you're doing ethical? It is, because after, after all, we are uh, incentivizing. Rewarding. Uh, yes, yeah. rewarding the, the frontliners. Exactly. So what we did is uh, we, we uh, threw in a campaign between them and had the word of mouth ah. between these people and the promoters um, reach everywhere across Jeddah. Nice. So yes, and there are people who won. They started educating themselves about uh, Canon cameras and they started pushing heavily to sell Canon cameras. Mm. So their sales increased significantly. And then the next step is to bring in footfall to the Canon stores in, in Jeddah, to the uh, authorized Canon stores in Jeddah. Um, so what we did is we created a campaign called Camera Berial, which means uh, a camera, uh, one real is, uh, is around 26 cents in, okay. in the US dollars. Okay. So the entire campaign is one camera for 26 cents. Yeah. And um, what, but what you have to do is go in and with every purchase from the Canon store, we will give you a voucher that mm. you might win the latest Canon camera, which was back then the 7D. Oh. Uh, it was, it was uh, launching and they wanted also to create a buzz about the 7D. So we actually integrated everything together. Together. Yeah. So this increased the footfall in three weeks uh, to 318%. Wow. In only three weeks. And, and of course, because we did a digital campaign pushing people to go to the stores, also, uh, it increased the organic uh, followers of their channels for around 5.4K or 5.5K. Wow. Within three weeks, completely organic. Wow. Yeah, so uh, here they were impressed. They told us, okay, let's go to phase three. Okay. Which is basically an online campaign, fully online. We wanted people, um, we created a campaign called the Eye of Jeddah. Okay. So if you have any kind of camera, whatever camera you have, your phone, uh, an old camera, whatever camera you have. We want you to take a, um, a photo of anywhere, any uh, site that is beautiful in Jeddah. Okay. And you post it to a platform that we built. Okay. And uh, well, after the, you post it, it has to, be, to get the highest votes uh -huh. for you to win, mm. to win a professional camera. Uh, nice. You know, so we were giving incentives for the people who love photography that we will give you a camera, a Canon camera, 
but you should your your picture should win. Okay. And we announced that, that there should be three winners. It went crazy. It went crazy. It was for uh, a whole month. The um, we created also a gate where people before they vote they have to like uh, uh, the, page, the, the yeah. page and they have to follow uh, the Instagram as well. Okay. So uh, and then they can vote. So they started voting and the traffic, the, not the traffic, the audience of their digital platform increased from around 6K to 51K. Wow! Yes, completely organic as well. It's because of all word of mouth. Word of mouth. Yes, and, and everyone is pushing and sharing to their, to their uh, walls. Back then it was a wall. Yeah. It was a timeline actually <laughs> on, on Facebook. So they were sharing and um, it actually created a, a beautiful buzz uh, Uh, ripple effect, let me say, and um, and then yeah, th- this was a great campaign during a very challenging time, you know, because they were launching new cameras and uh, their cameras are expensive, they're not cheap, and uh. they have a competitor that is dom- uh, what do they call dominating the, the, the market? Yes, the market. Mm-hmm. So this is what we did, and it was it was a hit. It was great. Okay, so can we say here, digital marketing also helps a lot, especially in those challenging times? Yes. Yes. Digital marketing helped, especially now, if, if we're going to talk about now. Back then, it was still new, digital marketing. There was digital marketing, but not as as uh, mature as now. Because now you, f- you feel like they only focus on digital marketing. What yes. you said now, the food for the frontliners. So this is also, they ca- it came along with exactly. digital marketing. Exactly. Now it is, it is extremely important. Digital marketing is extremely important. But as well, you should focus on, if you have a store, if you have a physical store or different stores, you should really focus on these stores as well. Do not neglect or do not rely solely on social media or on digital marketing to bring you customers. You should create an experience In your store, you should create campaigns for people to actually go to the store without looking at their phones. You mm, know what I mean? Mm, there mm. is It should be an integrated campaign, offline and online, especially now. Because offline is getting obsolete. I don't know why they're not using it anymore in, mm-hmm. in businesses. They're only focused on, we want to be on social media. That's exactly. It. So your advice here, your advice for businesses is to consider both Uh, whatever uh, suit the brand uh, yes. experience and the customer experience. And always have a website. Always have a website? Yes. Where's the camera here? <laughs> always have a website. <laughs> It's very important to They have a website. They skip this? They always skip that. A lot of businesses come to me and say... They just want an Instagram yes, page. we want an Instagram page That's and it. we want 100,000 followers. <laughs> I'm like, just have a website because the first thing people do If, if you want to look for, um, let's say, um, I don't know, a, a bicycle store. Okay. You're not going to go to Instagram and search bicycle store. Mm-hmm. You're going to go to Google and search bicycle store. So if you're not on Google and if your website doesn't appear and if people go in and don't see the full range of products that you have mm. or services that you have in a very uh, um, neat, nice way where you can search strictly within that area, it's like you're in your store. You're showcasing your store to the people. If you do not create that experience, they might go to your Instagram page, but the only, I, I say they're going to scroll two, three pages down and all the rest of your products or services or things that you've done, they're not going to see it. Mm. You know, so you're missing out when you don't have not just a physical store or, or a physical business. You should always Be have present a presence. Yes. Online. online. Yeah. Okay. So, but listen, I think the generation Z or the let's say the young ones they are sometimes starting uh, looking for a keyword or a brand 
on Instagram before yes. search engine. That's true. Don't you think so? That's true. But uh, do you notice that they get the lowest quality products most of the time? Ah. This is this is what's happening because the low quality products, um, they, they do not prom- they do not use any of the expensive promotion tools. Mm. They use all the free tools available to them, which is why they're always pushing for the content. And they they by the way, these types of businesses they uh, push the same video on the same platform ten and twenty times across a span of let's say two three months. If you scroll down, you will see the same video mm. posted two weeks ago, four weeks ago. So they're not creative, they're not active. They're not creative, they're not active. They just create five, six, ten videos and they just and repurpose they... them over and over and over again. Mm. This is not healthy. At all, mm-hmm. at all. That's why uh, we're getting a surge of low quality products, mm. uh, especially in Lebanon. nowadays yeah listen and let's talk about another example also that uh, we can share as also as a case study but this time about a business that you created and you started from uh, scratch uh, but it was totally online yes which was yallajib it was yallajib can you tell us more about it maybe also we could learn from this case study how we can unfold opportunities in difficult times sure Um, so yallajib started as a project because I was bored. I'm going to be very, very honest. So why did I do it? Because uh, there was uh, the market was in, in a very bad shape during COVID. There was lockdowns everywhere. People were scared to spend any amount of money. Mm-hmm. So I sat down and there's not a lot of projects in our agency. And it was, it was going smooth, but it wasn't going optimally. So Uh, and I'm not working. I'm a workaholic. So there's things that you I'm not doing. Yes, I have busy. time. I have time. I, I need to keep myself busy. So um, I love um, I love clothes in general. Okay. I, I love the fabric. I love how they feel. I love the science behind the fabrics and all that. Okay. So I was uh, researching about fabrics and how I can import fabrics before China closed due to COVID. So I was I was uh, just researching. Okay. And then I stumbled upon. Um, a service called uh, Printify, I guess, a Printful. And what they do is they do print on demand. So they have the hoodies and the t-shirts and everything, and they can print it for you and deliver it to the customer directly. Mm. So I thought to myself, why not create this in Lebanon? Okay. However, I'm going to start with a small business to see how effective it is and understand how this entire process goes. Yeah. So I created... Yallajib, but I didn't know what designs to put. So also I thought that uh, it has to be creative. It has to be funny. It has to be humorous. So I started creating the designs myself. Oh, yeah. And you jumped into design as well. Exactly. I jumped into design and I designed uh, a few um, uh, words and letters and uh, artworks, etc. Okay. Illustrations, funny, funny ones. So and I pushed it on the website. I created the website. I pushed it on the website and I told... And I started reaching out to artists okay. and I told them there's this platform where you can go in and put in your art on a t-shirt printed ah. and your art will be sold and you'll get a share out of the sales. Oh. Because I wanted more designs and I'm out of ideas. Okay. Because I'm doing everything myself. Okay. And this is exactly what I did. Uh, I, I got three um, artists and they were so excited and they started pushing designs. Nice. 
during that time, we were just starting out. I was just starting out with the idea, looking for suppliers, looking for uh, uh, printing suppliers, looking, looking for the fabrics itself and the design and all that. Until the explosion of Beirut happened. Mm. So when it happened, I saw multiple opportunities. Okay. The first one is how can I contribute to my exactly. community? How, to, how can I return to the community? How can I contribute to the community? Um, and there's a lot of NGOs and a lot of uh, NGOs are helping uh, uh, different... On the ground. Uh, yes, on the ground. So what can we do to actually support, but in a way also make people who are outside Lebanon support through something that when they wear, they know I wore this, I bought this, and I supported my country during this challenging time. Yes. So what I did is I created um, uh, an entire collection called the Lebanon Collection. And that collection was only available to people outside Lebanon. Uh-huh. So I promoted everything outside Lebanon and we started shipping from here. Lebanon? Yes, to- from Lebanon to all across the Gulf region, to Europe, to the US, to Canada. It went crazy. Nice. And we raised a, a, a significant amount of money. And uh, I, was, I had the plan to only um, put 30% to charities and to uh, NGOs, but I ended up saying, you know what, just put them all in. Oh, nice. Yeah, because th- there is a word now about Yalajib. People know Yalajib. And I have, an, I have a customer base of, there were around 1,500 customers during that time. So I thought to myself, it's fine. We, I don't need the cash now. But what I did after is, after this whole uh, uh, problem was cooled down, uh, I thought, okay, now it's time to utilize COVID because we are in, in Corona, we're staying at home, we're going to our friends' houses and we're wearing the same clothes over and over again. Yes. You know, notice we, <laughs> we did that always. That's yeah. true. So, That's so true. I thought, okay, let's wear something. Let's, let me create a collection that makes you unique. So uh, I created the COVID collection which has a social distancing on it, which ah. has, I, I, um, I'm vaccinated, which has, there's a, a lot of words and there were little sentences uh, that are really funny and creative under it. So the opportunities that you came up with are the fun approach that appeals to the situation uh, that, exactly. uh, where exactly. the customers are. We're surrounded we're by it. In. Let's just make the best of it. You know, so that's that's exactly what I did. And it was selling out every week. Whatever stock I have, it sells out every week. I think that was easy for you because you are a consultant. But for businesses who don't have this general view... They're scared. They're scared. I'm, I'm sure they have because, you know, you sit with a lot of business owners and you sit with a lot of people who are in the marketing field. Yeah, they should know their they business. They have ideas. They do have ideas. They know what their business is capable of, what their team is capable of. But they're too scared. They're too scared to take that step. They're always scared to take that step. Scared financially and scared it, it will create some kind of a backlash or it will fail. But to me, failure is great. You will learn from it and rise stronger. Exactly, exactly. You should fail in order to understand what you did that led you to fail and then fix it and, and the next time you try something new. So people don't think about it this way. They think, I, don't, I just don't want to fail. I don't want to lose money. Yeah, there are... Uh, Uh, Yeah, that's not good. That's not good. So if we want to summarize and give those businesses some tips, Mm. highlights and tips from you for them to remember whenever they are facing a challenging time. 
the first thing they have to I do... I remember you said to the camp, be everywhere, have a website. Yes, be everywhere, have a website, and look at what you can provide. Mm. If you have a service, you can optimize that service. You can create a sub-service. Sub-service. Exactly, that serves uh, a niche. A niche. Mm. Which people always miss that. They just have a service. But how about if you service that niche? Yeah. You know, they always miss that. Uh, what they have to do is be everywhere. They should be everywhere. They have a in website. In terms of communication, in you In terms mean? of communication, communicate your brand everywhere. Even when you're sitting anywhere, communicate your brand. You know what I used to do um, in, in Saudi? I used to, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a very classical kind of marketeer. You know, I, I take the business from the ground up. I just, I don't focus only on, on digital media. Yeah. So I used to pretend that I forgot my business card. <gasps> ah. In every place I go. And sometimes in a day, I go to like 10, 20 places just to go have quick coffee, uh, just a quick bite. I'm not, I'm not even exaggerating. And I eat a lot. I used to eat a lot because of that. And, and just throw in my uh, business card. Okay. And, and just leave. I used to get a lot of calls from that. Oh. So why? Because we're available online. Back then, online was just starting. And at the same time, I'm, I'm just throwing my name here and there. It's not mm. my name. It's the company's name, technically. Mm. Mm. But uh, I got creative. You can. And I also used to uh, stay in a single place for a long time. For example, if I know that there's a new business center. It's the new trend where everyone's going there. All the businessmen are going there. So I just uh, allocate a budget for three months. And that budget would be only going there every single day. Because when people see you regularly there, they start to notice you and they start to open up conversations with you. Hi, hi, how are you? What are ah, you doing? Nice. So this is how I also used to attract businessmen and business owners to actually deal with our company. Wow. You know, so you can get creative. It's just you have to think outside the box on how to get uh, new businesses, new clients. Let's just say also, so if any business owner now is watching us and you're facing a challenging time, Nader is the solution for you. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Nader, thank you so much for all these details that you gave us, the tips and those two case studies. I, I, they were very inspiring, honestly. Uh, anything you want to say before we... Say goodbye to our beautiful community. I just want to say I really appreciate this. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, one last advice yeah. for everyone that is in marketing or they have a business or they're entrepreneurs. My biggest advice to everyone is always be so loud and proud about what you do yeah. so people know what you do and so people approach you. Mm -hmm. This is the, the, the biggest advice that I have for everyone I meet. That's nice. Thank you, Nader. Thanks for watching and see you with the next episode.